With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 911, what is your emergency? Hello? Hold your phone out, man. My girlfriend's in the bathroom. She get a breath. I'm like, come on, come on. She's in the bathroom, man. Come on. Okay. Come on. When 24-year-old Fidel Lopez called 911 and told them his girlfriend was having trouble breathing, they sent out police and paramedics. What they expected to find was a woman in medical distress, but what they did find was a destroyed apartment and what looked like a scene out of a horror movie. This is Monsters. Maria Nemeth was born on April 24, 1984 in Peru and immigrated to the U.S. Her father lived in Florida, but her mother and sister still lived in Peru. In 2015, she lived in Sunrise, Florida, about 10 miles or 16 kilometers from Fort Lauderdale. Maria had been married for eight years and after getting divorced about a year prior, she met a man named Fidel Lopez outside of a local club. Fidel was born March 28, 1991 in Cuba and lived there throughout the 90s, but moved to Florida before he finished high school. He went on to become a mechanic, and at the time of the murder, he was working at a truck stop. He had been living with his girlfriend and their two children, but after meeting Maria, he left them and moved in with her. After about a year, they moved into an apartment in Sunrise, and they'd only been living there for about a week. It was a convenient place to live for Maria since she was the manager of the complex. Fidel told investigators that they didn't go to clubs much by then and usually just went to the movies and out to dinner. On September 20th, 2015, Fidel got off work at 4.20pm and went home to take a shower. Then he and Maria ate dinner at home before going to Miami and visiting his mother. When they were done there, Fidel and Maria got something to eat at Chili's right by their apartment and then bought a bottle of 1800 tequila from the liquor store. 
They then stopped by a gas station to purchase some condoms, which Fidel would later say he didn't use. When they got back home, they proceeded to get drunk and engage in sexual activity. According to Fidel, Maria started asking him to perform sexual acts he wasn't entirely comfortable with. So, so what, explain what, what kind of stuff was she asking? What do you mean with the arm? I mean, first she, she started talking like uh, something like, you know, like uh, I was uncomfortable with it, you know, like, oh, one day I want you, I want you to put a bottle on, on my clothes, you know. Sorry, I'm just talking right now with you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want you to you be know, open, and respect her, and absolutely, and you know, you're, you're, not, dis you're not disrespecting her. You're just telling us what she told you, yeah. what she had, what I she know, wanted you to do. You know, um, it's no dis not disrespectful. Uh, you know, I'm a man. I'm I'm her man. So whatever she asks me, I'll do it. Okay. You know, whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Even if she want me to put my hand in her pussy, I put it. Okay, I put it. He went on to claim she asked him to leave the bathroom so he could throw up. When he went back into the bathroom, she was having trouble breathing. You I mean, said um, when you first went into the bathroom and you saw her, she was breathing. She was breathing. She was conscious. All right. She was like, and that's what I called 911. And where was she in the bathroom again? She was like in the toilet, between the toilet and the and the. And the shower, the, the, the... Okay. According to Fidel, Maria was conscious and breathing when he called 911 at 3.39 a.m. The problem with his story was that the police arrived on scene shortly after and walked into what could only be described as a bloodbath. Inside the apartment, police found Fidel crying next to Maria's naked body. There was blood and body tissue in the bathroom, the closet, and on the walls of the apartment. The closet doors had been ripped off the hinges. There were a number of holes in the walls and the sliding glass door to the apartment was shattered. Obviously, the situation did not match what Fidel was saying, so he was taken in for questioning. When investigators interviewed Fidel, he initially claimed that they started having sex in the closet and they eventually moved to the bathroom. He also said that they didn't have much furniture in the apartment yet, so that might help explain the less traditional locations. Throughout the first half of the three-hour interview, investigators were able to squeeze out some additional information. Fidel admitted that Maria had mentioned her ex-husband, but that he wasn't upset about it. He also continually claimed that he only inserted his penis, his arm, and a beer bottle into Maria's vagina, and only because she had asked him to. They went into detail about Fidel and Maria's sex life before this incident, and Fidel describes a very vanilla sex life where they engage in what would generally be considered fairly standard sex acts. Missionary, doggy style, oral sex. The investigators have a very hard time believing that the couple went from that to Maria basically begging to have a beer bottle inside of her. He did admit to destroying the apartment, but he claimed he had no idea why he did it. He told the detectives that any damage in the apartment was done by him, but he doesn't know why. He punched holes in the walls, shattered a sliding glass door, ripped the closet doors off the hinges, but he doesn't know why. He tried to explain that he must have gotten angry for some unknown reason, smashed the apartment, which caused her to get angry. He apologized, and they had makeup sex. From there, she told him to leave the bathroom so she could throw up, which led to the 911 call. 
What position was she in when you were? Same position as the bio, the beer bottle. She Same was on the floor. On the floor. On 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 all fours. Yeah, she was like a doggy stop position. And you were behind her. I behind her. Same position. And she said, and she asked you to put your. She asked me to do it, and I told her, "Baby, are you sure? Am I gonna hurt?" She said, "No, I don't care." You know, and I tell you, you got blood. I said, oh, okay, it's not hurting. Okay. She, okay, but, she wasn't menstruating. She didn't, was, did she have her period? No, she don't. I mean, she had period like two weeks ago. So it's not possible. And not pregnant at all, too. I mean, like, I how, do you, know. how do you know she's not pregnant? Oh, I don't know that. Man. Uh, did she was? No, I don't know. I'm asking uh, you. I don't, I, don't, I don't think she was. You said that. Because I'm always, I never came in some, inside of her. You know, I'm always, you know. Okay. Use potassium and you know, you know, I'm I'm no make the same mistake twice. So. Okay, I already did it twice, and no more, man. Yeah, we were ready to do one, but wait, you know, in the future. He said he was sure she wasn't pregnant because he was also careful and always used protection. Except at the beginning of the interview, he said they went to the gas station to buy condoms, but he didn't use them. He also claimed he already made two mistakes, meaning his current kids. He called them mistakes. What a winner. While the interview was happening, the apartment was still a crime scene. Crime scene investigators were looking for evidence and the medical examiner had looked at the body. When the investigators got the report from the ME, they tightened the screws on Fidel. I just got off the phone with our uh, crime scene and the medical examiner is there, okay? The doctor. And she, there's the injury to her is severe, severe injuries. Severe injuries. Severe injuries. body. Yes. Um, multiple injuries inside there. Tissue ripped out. What is that? Tissue inside. All the insides out on the floor. What else? That's the cause of the day. Yeah. We think. You know the amount of blood that's in there? They, her insides were ripped out. Uh, what happened, man? What happened? Fidel, this is not a case of just rough sex. Yeah. Okay? This is not a case of rough sex. There's blood everywhere. Everywhere. Listen, just tell us. I no, I'm just yes. doing whatever she was telling me to do. She wasn't man. telling you to do that. Because oh, that's, yeah. listen, Fidel, the amount of pain that she would have been in would have been unbearable. Okay? The amount the doctor just looked inside of her and the amount of pain that she would have had, she wouldn't have been able to withstand it. At the scene, there was blood and the tissue from Maria's internal organs in the closet. Maria had severe vaginal and anal trauma and had had some of her organs pulled out through both orifices. There was evidence that a beer bottle as well as a hair straightener had been inserted into her body. A part of a coat hanger was also found at the scene, but Fidel was adamant that he had not put it inside of Maria. Neighbors said they heard what sounded like construction work happening in the apartment in the hours prior to Maria's death. Then they heard Fidel crying and yelling for about two hours before he called 911. They said they didn't hear any female voices during those hours. They also said they knew they had recently moved in and thought that a lot of the noise was from them moving furniture, which is why they didn't call the police. 
Fidel continued to claim that she asked him to do what he had done, but there's no way she could have wanted her internal organs ripped out of her body. There was also no possible way she then stood up and walked to the bathroom. But when we were doing uh, making love, she told me something that I really don't... It just, she, she changed my name. She called me the, the other fucking name of the other guy. And then she said it twice. And she was wrong. She was confusing me with him. I, I didn't want to kill her. I know I killed her. That's whatever I did with her was the reason. But she was asking me about the bottle. And she was asking me about the hand too. And maybe things go a little bit far because, you know, once she, she's confusing me with the other one and she told me to do stuff with her that I've never done before, I think that she might think that's, that's all the stuff that she does with the other one before. Things go out of hands. I know, you know, never meant to go. I don't think you did. Fidel finally told the investigators that Maria had called him by her ex-husband's name and he got angry. He still gave a story that was likely not entirely true. He still tried to claim she asked for him to put the beer bottle in her and that he called 911 right away. But investigators knew those things weren't true. I don't know, man. I'm throwing myself into a fucking monster. Because she called her ex-husband's name? Huh? Because she called you her by her, your, by her ex-husband's name? Yeah, man. My, my mind blocked stuff. I mean, my mind just blocked everything I was doing. I didn't think. It just stood straight up. And, when you but heard... I didn't mean to kill her, man. I really don't. Listen. I really don't. When I see that, you saying you didn't mean to kill her? I didn't mean to kill her, man. You pulled her insides out. You pulled her intestines out. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't knowing what, what did I was you think doing, was gonna. Man. What did you think was going to happen to her? Did you just get up and go make breakfast? I mean, at some point during this, you knew there was a point of no return. Right? That's why I take it to the bathroom and start putting water on her face and call 911, man. But it was, she was gone by then. No, she was breathing like, like this, but... But what happened in here at that point when you get her to the bathroom, there's... And what I put this here was just was care, man. I really... I really you didn't want to... You didn't want to look at it, did you? I don't know, man. I really don't... How long was it till you called 911 from the point when you brought her in there and started covering all this stuff up? Because I know it wasn't immediately. Well, I put her in the bathroom and then put water on her face and see that she can breathe. I called 911. I'm not really sure how long. You had cleaned yourself up first? Um, I cleaned myself in the bathroom. Before you brought her in there, or after? Uh, after, 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 because uh, I know I smoked a cigarette. I smoked a cigarette, man. I was so fucking nervous, man. Man, I didn't. I wasn't thinking, man. I wasn't thinking. 
According to Fidel, Maria told him that she was going to move back to Peru to live with her mother. He claimed that they argued about that and after she passed out in the closet from drinking too much, he went around the apartment destroying everything. He claimed that destroying objects was his way of keeping himself from hurting people when he was angry. When he was done having a temper tantrum throughout the apartment, he then took out his anger on Maria. He went back into the closet and inserted a beer bottle and the hair straightener into Maria's vagina and anus. He then began using his hand, which he inserted all the way up to his elbow. Once she started bleeding, he started pulling her internal organs out of her body through both orifices. At that point, Fidel must have decided he had inflicted enough damage on the unconscious woman. He carried Maria into the bathroom and tried to wake her up by splashing water on her face, but it didn't work. Yeah, no shit. Then, he did not call 911 right away. He washed himself up in the sink and then went outside for a smoke. He claimed that he started to panic and went back into the apartment and tried to clean up. Apparently, throughout that, he still had some strange idea that Maria might just wake up and be fine. But when he went back into the bathroom and saw that she wasn't breathing, he finally called 911. When emergency services arrived, there was nothing paramedics could do for Maria and she was pronounced dead on the scene at 4.02 a.m. The autopsy revealed that Maria had bruising all over her body and blunt force trauma injuries to her head. She also showed signs of defensive wounds, meaning she was definitely not a willing participant in what had happened to her. Maria's vaginal and anal cavities were so damaged that they had ripped open and were essentially one opening. Her cause of death was listed as evisceration. The medical examiner would later say that Maria was intoxicated enough that she likely didn't feel much pain and was most likely unconscious through most of the attack. Despite finally admitting to what he had done, Fidel was extremely self-serving during his interview. He told the investigators that he had never climaxed during the times he had used his penis. He told them multiple times how horrified he was at the things Maria had supposedly asked him to do. He told them multiple times that he didn't want to kill her, how he called 911, how he performed CPR, all of the things that made him seem like a better person and he conveniently couldn't remember any details that made him a monster. Fidel offered to plead guilty in exchange for a 50-year sentence, but prosecutors rejected his offer. Instead, his guilty plea came with a sentence of life in prison with no parole. Fidel offered an apology to Maria's family, saying, quote, Today, I'm happy to fulfill this conviction. I know that what I did has to be paid, and I agree. I will pay with my life for the life I took. To Maria's family, I ask forgiveness. Maria's father made a statement saying, quote, If I had to summarize the life of Maria, it would be very difficult to express in a few lines. I just want to tell you all that she was and will continue to be a model of affection, effort, perseverance, and love of humanity. Fidel's mother also apologized to Maria's family, though she referred to Fidel as a loving son when she made the statement. Loving isn't really the word that comes to mind when I think about what Fidel did. No, when I think of Fidel, the first word that comes to mind is monster. If you're the victim of domestic abuse, please reach out to someone for help. Please talk to your local shelter or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go to thehotline.org to chat with someone online. 
This website is set up so that, at any time, hitting the escape key twice will take you to a Google search page. That way, if your abuser is nearby, you won't get caught seeking help. If you're having feelings of harming yourself or someone else, or even just need someone to talk to, please contact your local mental health facility. Call 911 or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline by simply dialing 988 in the United States. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and will talk to you about any mental health issue you may be facing. If you are a member of the LGBTQ community and suffering from discrimination, depression, or are in need of any support, please contact the LGBT National Hotline at 1-888-843-4564 or go to lgbthotline.org. Thanks so much for letting me tell you this story. If you enjoyed it, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, hit like, rate us, or leave us a comment. You can check out our other show, Somewhere Sinister, on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, check out our merchandise at thisismonsters.com. The link is in the description. Thanks again, and be safe.